As blood flows, Egypt holds its breath. Today, Monday, July 8th, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. The situation in Egypt grows even more ugly and polarized. 51 people dead in the streets. And some people here seem to say that those mostly unarmed demonstrators deserved it. That polarization has many worried about what's ahead, including this American with strong ties to Egypt. The social fabric of the country has been fraying for months. uh, And I think Egypt faces the real prospect of broad-based civil strife. That's something that should worry all of us. And later, the Turkish student who won a $50,000 science prize for making plastic out of banana peels. I did part of it in my mom's kitchen, part of it at a laboratory. Those stories just ahead on The World. PRI's The World is supported by Medtronic. Medtronic Philanthropy expands access to chronic disease health care for the underserved through programs that strengthen health systems, promote healthy communities, and magnify the philanthropic efforts of its 43,000 employees worldwide. More at MedtronicPhilanthropy.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It's been a grim and discouraging day for Egypt's young democracy. Violence erupted when supporters of deposed President Mohamed Morsi gathered for prayers this morning outside the building in Cairo where they believed he was being detained. One woman described the scene to the BBC. It was as if someone opened war on Egyptians. On Egyptians praying, giving them their back. Because the direction of the prayer was to give them their back and they were shot in the back. There are conflicting reports on how the shooting began. The military blames Morsi supporters. Morsi supporters blame the military. What is certain is that more than 50 civilians are dead and hundreds injured. New York Times correspondent David Kirkpatrick is in Cairo and he spoke with people who witnessed the attack. We talked to a number of people on the ground at the scene of the attacks. I have to say uh, the vast majority of witnesses are quite clear that the military and security forces opened fire with little or no provocation and continued shooting for a couple of hours over an area stretching, you know, hundreds of yards. And I see from your Twitter feed that even one of the witnesses, I don't know if you spoke with them, who actually despises the, the Muslim Brotherhood, say the protesters were unarmed. Yeah, that's what was really convincing to me. This is a very polarized climate where people are quick to blame the other side. But when you hear somebody speaking against their own bias, that has a little bit of extra weight. I mean, I don't want to get caught up in the who shot first question, because that's really not the big deal. The big deal is the kind of breakdown in civil cohesion and the emergence of civil strife and maybe uh, a return to authoritarianism. I mean, it's not a big stretch to see how this could lead, today's violence could lead to tit-for-tat reprisals and just spins out of control. I mean, how does this violence change things now in Egypt? You know, I don't want to make any predictions, but it feels a little weird to have people out in the streets now uh, defending the military and the police when they use this kind of disproportionate force and, and even maybe cheering on the police a little bit uh, and, and talking about Maybe it's a good idea to lock up all the Islamists. That's not the sort of freedom of expression that uh, many hoped would come out of the Egyptian revolution. Yeah, that is bizarre. Now, speaking of Islamists, you reported, David, over the weekend on the initial support of the military coup by the ultra-conservative Salafist party Al-Nur. 
kind of odd, pretty strange bedfellows, uh, you might say. What did they have to gain by going against the Muslim Brotherhood? In the run-up to the overthrow of President Morsi, when things got so tense and so polarized, and both sides of the divide were calling each other traitors, and nobody could say, look, we're all Egyptians, we just disagree, they were the only ones who said, everybody calm down, why don't you both compromise? You know, President Morsi, let's make some concessions. You know, you guys over there, stop making this a battle about Islam. Everybody calm down. They were the only ones to say that. And so when when there was a real popular outcry against President Morsi, they said to him, look, you you can't effectively govern anymore. You got to do something here. And when he didn't, they said, "Okay, look, the military coup is happening and we got to go with it. That story, I should say, is now probably obsolete uh, because in the aftermath of today's uh, killings, they've called it a massacre and they've broken with the coalition behind the military takeovers. Right. So Al-Nur called today's shooting a massacre. So help us understand what all this means going forward in terms of political Islam in Egypt. 